Welcome to the My Why Podcast, where educational storytellers Jesse Mann and Kristen Travers discuss identity-defining moments with special guests. Inspiration ensues. All right, hello. We are back with another episode of the My Why Podcast, and we like to call it the Identity Project. So we are excited that you're joining us. We have a very special guest with us that has a very big project on her hands, and we've got a big event we're looking forward to attending. So Chris Esquire is a Blanche McDonald graduate, a fantastic and successful makeup artist, and we are sitting with her. We're obviously across the table, and she looks beautiful. So pretty. Yes, and the founder of Humble in Heels. So let uh, let us tell you, when we first met Carissa, we were astounded, and Carissa, truly, with your energy, your compassion, your excitement, you have bitten off a beast with Humble in Heels, and it is going to be incredible, and we want to share a little bit more about you but also dive into why Humble in Heels. And then when you're planning an event and COVID hits, what does that look like? <laughs> I'm <laughs> blushing right now. <laughs> you guys can't tell under all this makeup, but it's happening. Yeah, so welcome to the podcast, Chris. We're Thanks excited to have you. Thanks for joining us. I'm so excited. This is awesome. The first time we, well, we heard about Humble in Heels. Candice did such a great job. Candice Willits, um, amazing makeup artist, fellow makeup artist, yes. did a really great job of um, promoting Humble in Heels and being so excited about your one of your main guests, which we'll get to. And then we kind of heard about it, and obviously we wanted to be a part of it. And then we're like, who is biting off this thing? Like, this is going to be so big and so amazing. We got your name, and then I think it was Zoom, right? Zoom or FaceTime? Yeah, we were just doing Zoom, yep. I think. Yeah, we messaged you, and we're like, uh, we just want to meet you. So, like, will you Zoom us? When I had to figure out how to, like, do Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> We all had to figure oh out how to do It's been a big learning <laughs> Can curve. Can you hear me? Can you see me? Yeah, yeah that's right. So, Chris, why and how um, did you come to this area? So, before we get into that, you guys had mes- uh, mentioned Candace. Yeah. And I just wanted to point out that that is the perfect example of the power of women. I have never had the chance to meet Candace yet. I just have seen her on social media, and we kind of just follow each other back and forth. And her getting a hold of the Humble and Heels conference and her spreading it, it's like, we've never met. I call her my, like, Instagram friend. And I'm like, I can't wait to meet you <laughs> because I'm like, if we, we have set that up. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, just the power of her voice, not knowing who I am, but that trust is there. And I just think it, I thought that was really cool that you brought that up because mm-hmm. that was a huge part of it and for the whole thing. So... Right, and that's that, that babe supporting babes. I mean, we... Building women yeah, up. Yeah, building women exactly. up. And we know that that's what you're doing yeah. and saw that that's what Candace was doing. And again, because, like you said, that trust, we trust Candace. And Candace was saying, like, yeah. well, we got to go to this. We're, you know, let's yeah. let's all be there together. Yeah. Then that trust just is built and built and built. And now, obviously, we're here sitting at Elevation and talking about the upcoming event. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I thought that that was a it was going to be a committee putting this humble and heels on. <laughs> and then I realized it was one person and I just know that we had to get to know you, right? Like we we just needed to get to know you. But wait, it's not one person anymore. It's, it's not one person anymore. anymore. And that's ex- exactly exactly my point is how like yes, it started off with me doing I don't know if you guys saw one of my posts on that. I have a scribbler that I just doodle in and I've done that forever. And I've been following Sarah for a really long time. And I had doodled her name. Oh gosh. Like I think two years ago, a year ago. And just from that little doodle and then 
me putting it into the works, but then all of a sudden there's these tremendous business women and entrepreneurs and moms and everyone just wants to be a part of it. So it is, it truly is pretty much a committee now. Right. Well, and Chris is talking about Sarah. So the Birds Papaya yeah. is your, your main guest. You've yes. got many people lined up to speak. And I love that I say what I said and you guys jumped into everybody else that's helping you do this. Yeah. But really you bit this off. You leaped into this. And so I'm giving you full credit, but you are now surprise pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't talking about all of the babes, but you guys went there, which I love. But okay, I'm going to do this conference. We're going to do it. COVID, just kidding. Now we're going to postpone. Also, you're pregnant. Surprise. And <laughs> you have other news to share. So just how this all unfolded, it's just when people say things are meant to happen and one part of your life leads to another and all of a sudden you're sitting back and thinking about all of the steps in the past, like even 10 years, I'm like, there's, there's a reason for each and every step from like when you introduced me for Blanche McDonald's. From that point on out of high school, there was a reason for every single thing that happened. So when I talk about the conference and people are asking me, what made you want to put something like this on? I always tell people, I always called myself and considered myself a conference baby because my parents were really, really into Amway in the 90s. So I remember being a toddler and a teenager and growing up and my mom was in these fancy, <laughs> like the 90s hats that mm -hmm. now are coming back. Yeah. She's like kicking yeah. herself that she didn't keep any of them. And I am mad because all of right. the fashion then is back now. But anyways, regardless, <laughs> mom and dad always went to Amway meetings and conferences. And I remember hopping in the motor home and like going to Penticton and I, they'd take me into the halls and I'd attend these meetings. And back then Amway was huge. That was like the hit conference to be at for PD marketing. For and people, yeah. Totally. So I grew up just being mesmerized by my mom, really, um, just watching them go and do this stuff together and then have me involved in it. So mom has been nonstop being like, have you thought about doing conferences? And I'm like, yeah, but I want to do like a women's conference. And she's like, even better. So just how that unfolded from all of that and then how my journey with my husband now, he's the reason I went to Blanche McDonald's. He was my high school sweetheart. We had a really bad breakup. So I was like, I'm getting the heck out of Dodge. <laughs> so I moved to Vancouver, met some more awesome women that inspired me. Um, I went and got a tattoo like the first week I moved to Vancouver and it says inspire um, just because the women there, I could sit and listen. It wasn't even about the makeup. It was just like, the storytelling again with the conferences that's the biggest part of just being inspired is listening to other people's stories <laughs> so the last year um yeah I got married it's coming up July so my husband and I actually started trying for a baby previous to our wedding so it's coming up over a year now so we were having fertility issues and that was a huge part of my journey as well Actually, there's a post not long, it would have been in the new year maybe, I had put out on Instagram about um, how it affected me being in public and having the pressure of people automatically assuming, hey, are you pregnant yet? Or yeah. when's the baby coming? Yeah, and mm -hmm. like all my girlfriends, like I'd have comments being like, oh, all your girlfriends at this office got 
pregnant so fast. Are you knocked up yet? And it was like, just killed me on the inside. I'd love to be, you know. Yeah, yeah. So just putting everything out in the universe. I had put that post out and the comments back from so many other women that I don't even know, which is really cool also. I'm not from Vermilion. So the conference and like just a simple Instagram post where there was a girl that commented being like, I got married the same month as you and we're having the same issues. Like Mm -hmm. it was just so cool to hear that and putting it out in the universe. And (laughs) yeah, like you said, um, everything happened at once. So I had announced the conference that like blew up. I couldn't even, I can't even put into words how my expectations were blown out of the universe. <laughs> like You thought I, the website had crashed. Over, right? I, I had no idea what was going on. I also told you guys when like just sitting here, I'm like looking at your, the technology. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. So I, yeah, I put the tickets up and all of a sudden I was getting mass messages because I kind of put it to the side because um, I was nervous because so much had gone into this, again, on my lonesome and the unknown and so much money goes into it. And it was my heart and soul and I was scared that it wasn't going to do well. And I can hear my phone going off and off and off. So I went and picked up my phone and they're like, we can't access the VIP tickets. And I was like, oh my God, no, this is not happening to me. I'm by myself in my kitchen, in my sweatpants. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) And I logged on and it was literally not even, what did I put them on on noon? It was 12.01 and there was no VIP tickets left. I think like almost 50% of the the rose gold tickets were sold. And I'm like, I was, I froze. I didn't even know what to say. It was just the best feeling in the world. And then I believe we sold out within the end of the week. It was just a few days later. They were all gone. Um, Sarah couldn't even believe it. I remember messaging her and be like, girl, this is a sold out event. And she normally, she'll do um, a media um, publicity post to help with the ticket sales because she's a part of it and she was like you you're kidding I'm like no you this is the first time you're coming to Alberta I'm like everyone is so excited that this is happening I'm like I'm just a stunned but I'm like you it was just such a humble experience for me but for her also mm-hmm. I'm sure and for Carrie and Amanda the other guest speakers yes. just to be a part of it and for everyone else that I put the tickets out and by noon I had vendors coming at me just wanting to be a part of it and I was like yes 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 like more the merrier was amazing and um yeah and then original date was April 18th 14th anyway April April yeah yeah see this is the baby brain kicking in 24th 24th okay yeah 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 that sounds about right and um yeah so everything was falling into place with it we had announced the magazine, and that was another thing, Candace Willits, I wanted her to be a part of for sure. So I had got together a amazing um, list of women that have great stories to tell, and that was the basis of the magazine also, was to have women featured that aren't going to be on stage, that deserve the feature. I don't know lots of these women, um, 
but that was important too. So everything was kind of rolling and uh, then COVID hit and that was within what, like this happened 48 hours that everything was like, you heard about it, Mm -hmm. you knew it was happening. I was also going to a conference in um, Santa Monica. Yeah that weekend and everyone was like oh I don't know if I'm going I'm like why aren't we going I'm so confused and then yeah everything was shut down instantly within 48 hours and um look my voice is shaking because of it because it like hurts my heart thinking back to that week that was such an emotional week um that week my family had um very unexpectedly lost a family member so actually he, JJ had passed away, um, gosh, it was a, I can't even remember what day it was, but the next day is when COVID really hit and everything was shut down. And then I was getting mass messages that week about the mm-hmm. conference, obviously. And it was just really, really difficult. My cousin's family was still stuck in the States. So that was emotional turmoil, trying to get them here and like I couldn't even imagine at that time I didn't know I was pregnant but like just putting myself in a parent's position and like family members not being able to be mm-hmm. by your son's side yeah. in the hospital um it was just it was an awful experience I would not wish on anyone mm-hmm. and then two days before JJ's funeral uh, we found out we were pregnant <laughs> so that happened all within the same week and again my phone was going off emails were blowing up on my phone and rightfully so it was a very questionable time on what was going to happen with the conference and because I had taken this on myself that is a duty and responsibility that I took on Um, so I had to get back to all these emails personally and remain professional obviously and kind at the same time because again people didn't know what I was going through I don't know what they're going through either right and the mental health aspect of this whole virus that it had on people financially family everything it's just yes I was going through probably the worst week I've had in a very long time but I'm like so these women could be too Mm -hmm. so that was a that was a huge thing to go through and um so we had I I sat down and I made some phone calls again with my now (laughs) committee um (laughs) I've made a lot of really good girlfriends and that have really helped and so that's when I decided I have to get in touch with Sarah we have to pick a new date and that was another aspect that people um don't get to see right it's not just about me at that point it's about 550 women Mm -hmm. it's about Carrie it's about Amanda and it's about Sarah who lives across the country right who is booked solid she's very high in demand so it's not just about what I wanted or how was I going to handle this it was Sarah too and coordinating to make sure I had my three women that I was originally wanting at the conference so no one was losing out on the what we were advertising right so yeah we decided on the new date for the fall for October and as of right now because it's still 
such an unknown. We are looking into a February date. So again, that's just coordinating just with Sarah. Backup, and right? Yeah. But <laughs> no matter what, I keep telling people in the emails, it is going to happen. Like there's no if, ands, or buts. This conference will happen. I will make sure of it. It's mm-hmm. turned into my my baby and through all of this so I was picking the new date in October and I had talked to you guys Mm -hmm. you guys had reached out and I had told you guys I was pregnant and super excited about that and then I was Sarah and I decided on a date and uh I knew I was pregnant then so I'm like Kate my due date's November 25th I can't have a November conference because I have it a month early perfect and Sarah's media um, PR people were super amazing with going back and forth because I'd send them an email and I'm like just kidding I'm pregnant can't do November <laughs> <laughs> and her, her management was super super awesome about it and I'm like okay October my sister's getting married end of October couldn't do that so I'm like I'll go the weekend before my sister's wedding so that's what we locked and loaded October 18th, 2020, humble and heels. And then I announced it. And a couple of weeks later, <laughs> I was in the hospital for some pregnancy complications and they did a rush ultrasound. And of course, we're not allowed. My husband wasn't allowed in the hospital because of the virus. So at that time, I had unfortunately started bleeding that morning. So I remember sitting in the room by myself. Mm-hmm completely scared and lonely because I knew Jesse was sitting outside on the bench by himself. He's not knowing what's going on. Mm. So it was just a waiting game. So they took me into the ultrasound and I remember the lady just looking at the screen smiling and I'm like, oh, thank God. Like the smile's good. And she's like, there's two heartbeats in there. And I was like, two. Like, wait a <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> like mine and the baby's, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny, again, putting stuff out in the universe. I have always, always said that twins were my dream. My grandma was my absolute best friend in the entire world, and she was a twin. And I just, week six, I remember telling Jesse, I'm like, I, this is twins. And he's like, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm like, so I walked out the ultrasound room, and uh, I was, like, banging on the window. And I'm like, I don't even know if I'm allowed to be doing this in a hospital because they don't want you touching things. Right. And, like, but I'm, like, banging on the window trying to get a hold of, like, his attention because he's on the bench. Right. And I didn't have my phone. And uh, he turned around and I gave him the two th- or thumbs up. And then I put two thumbs up. And he's, like, you seen his face just go, two thumbs up? Like, I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) I walked outside. I was like, babe, it's twins. And his face was like, twins. (laughs) (laughs) There's a photo in his face. Like, he's so excited, but you could just tell, like, the man face where it's like, I'm never going to financially recover. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say, crunching. Yeah, cries, crunching. And like him knowing me, that was going to be a situation with us having kids anyways, because the way I like to shop, but <laughs> he's like, oh God, he's like convinced it's boys, but I think that's just making himself feel better. Cause right. he's that's his coping strategy. <laughs> if it's two girls. And so then I got home and it was just a really, really great day for us. And I, I soaked it all in and I woke up the next morning and then I had that, oh shit moment where I'm like, I planned the conference 
thinking November 25th is my due date. And I'm like, no, like it could be These babies October could 25th, yeah. which is my sis- like the day after my sister's wedding. So now everyone's saying, oh, you're going to go into labor your sister on your sister's wedding. And I'm like, that would make a story. I'm like, but what if I go right. into labor at Humble and Heels? Right. <laughs> like someone's just going to have to like wheel me out onto stage. I'll be there. I got there. you covered. Oh, yeah, we got you. <laughs> We're begging yeah. to be Chris's right arm. Yeah, I used to work in maternity. It's going to be fine. Um, <laughs> I grew up on a farm. I can't be that different. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, right? Jesse's been saying calving a lot lately, and I'm like, stop comparing yeah, me stop to cows. comparing me to cattle. Okay, well, this Jesse also feels like I've pulled a lot of calves. How different can it be? They're kind of different. Kind of different. All the same. I've done both. They're a little bit different. Okay, I'm just well, going to say. You got Kristen. A little, a lot. Yeah. 150 women, there's going to be more nurses. Too. Oh, oh God, there's going to be doctors. Right? It's going to be fine. Yeah. The only thing that will be different for sure is my outfit. Right. Humble and heels will like, be you oh, in man I'm like I had so many women that was like the funniest comment of all of this is the comments were like I can't wait to pick my outfit out and I'm like yeah well now I'm just funny you are going to be the prettiest most beautifulest pregnant woman ever I'm sure so one thing we wanted to talk about and one thing that we would like to kind of use the podcast to do is because we love your excitement and your passion for this will happen. So yeah. people just need to kind of remain patient. Mm-hmm. And of course we understand, and I think you do such a gracious job of saying like, that was the worst week ever for you, but it could have been a really bad week for other people too. And Absolutely. for most people it was, it meant yeah. a yeah. really unknown very understanding. world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so most people were very understanding. What does this look like so that they can hopefully still come? Yes. Um, some people um, needed refunds and that sort of thing, which you said, okay, I, you know, we've got a waiting list. We'll figure that out. Yes. Just please be patient. Some people also were maybe um, not so kind. Yeah. So we want to talk about just reminding people that you are, you're one person. Also, you got this wonderful team and now two babies too. Yeah. <laughs> throw that back in there. <laughs> You've got an amazing team that's working really, really hard. Yeah. So to please be as patient as possible because we, when we heard about what you were doing, we just wanted to get to know you and just say, we love what you're doing. Just use us if you need us. We're here to help. Yeah. So let's just talk a little bit about that and that, how tough that was, because it was tough on you. It it was really hard. Um, Again, just with everything, my mental health that week was not there and that was really really difficult and my husband was at camp he it just turned out that he didn't have a phone so I couldn't even contact him to tell him that JJ had passed away so it was just a bunch of things on top of each other I was alone dealing with all this I am a very um one of my downfalls is not wanting to put my things on other people Um, so that's something I really struggled with. I tried taking it on by myself, which is totally not the point of any of this. The whole point of this conference and babes helping babes and just like feminism in general right now is people supporting each other. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny to think that every, like, I feel like all of us are kind of like that. Mm -hmm. We're all going through something. Again, which is why I like I wanted to put myself in those women's shoes that were messaging me, that were being unkind, or you could tell they were stressed out. But again, I'm like, if my mental health is not there right now, it was interesting to sit back 
all these emails were coming in in the evenings. So I sat back and I was talking on the phone with Jesse and I go, it's just interesting how the timeline of things, you can tell, like, I was getting these emails. Some of them were at 9 o'clock at night. Some of them were at midnight. Some of them were at 2 a.m. People are stressed, yeah. And I was so sad. I I was hurt by some of the messages. I was being called... um, that it, it was just it was it was so you just were maybe taking some of the yeah. money or maybe this yes. is not yeah it was holding people's ho- money hostage essentially mm. and that was really hard on me but what I also struggled with was these women I knew were sitting on their couch or laying in bed staring at the ceiling typing this message completely at a loss themselves and what I it really hit me too was that some people were so stressed out about that amount of money that that was a big, huge deal to them. But in the other aspect, it's like, wow, these women trusted me. with If that amount of money, $111, or which ticket they bought, was that significant to them, they put their trust in me, and they spent that money on me wanting to be a part of this conference. So Mm -hmm. that was... it would be worthwhile. yes, Yes. So that was the positive in seeing and reading their hurt and their them being scared it was also jesse's the one that pointed that out he's like if that's what it mattered to them that much that's what they were willing to give up to be at the conference too and i'm like yes absolutely so um that's an amazing thing to pull from well and i think too you are so great at actually having that insight of other to other people Mm -hmm. yeah and that second lens and like we talk about all the time hurt people hurt people so they're very hurt and they're lashing out and you just happen to be that person that they're lashing out yeah and it really has nothing to do with you no and I think people forget too that when they buy tickets to a big conference that it is a committee it is a huge team I that whole week there was non-stop celebrities posting on their feeds being like this can't this concert's canceled. This has been postponed. Ticketmaster had a huge thing that they weren't giving refunds, but that wasn't in their policy. It was in my policy that there was no refunds being um, given out if circumstances were to change, which I never would have thought in a million years would be going through this. But there were so many different storylines with that, and they all have management to deal with it. They have thousands, hundreds, even five people dealing with it whereas I was sitting in my bedroom alone without my husband mm-hmm. dealing with a family funeral and just trying to get back to all these people on my own and I think that was something that lacked that came through is that people forget that it's people on the other side of the email and that's something that I didn't want to lose in my translation back to them so which is why we want to have you on so that yeah. people understand that lens. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think you're an amazing person because you still give that grace. You yes. still have given grace to other people that maybe have hurt you. So that's an, an amazing quality. Something too we've talked about and we've been involved in some different conferences is that they are extremely expensive to run. Yes. And so mm-hmm. when you start crunching the numbers and you're at home and you're nervous and that $100 is maybe your $100 to eat and you're like, holy, Carissa is going to profit so much money off of this, but they don't understand that that's not the case. 
John no. talk a little bit, and don't, you don't have to go into like the details of all the financial aspects. And of course, we're not asking what people charge, but yeah. just want people to know that it is a big financial um, piece to this. Well, and people have to understand their own worth too, right? That's something that's also lost with um, the Instagram fame and like the number of followers. They automatically hinge that to success and. I remember Sarah putting out a post of her worth the one time and it it totally clicked and resonated in my mind that I automatically thought, I hope all of the women that don't understand and they do just see dollar signs when they see me as this conference, see her post because that's not what this was about. These people and these amazing women that I'm bringing, they deserve what they're getting. Sarah deserves what she charges. Mm -hmm. Carrie deserves what she charges. Amanda deserves what she charges. Like, everyone deserves their worth. And that's something that us as women give up so easily. We're like, oh, we'll do this. Like, no biggie. It's, It's okay. But it's something amazing when you are at that point, when you do have respect and to know, no, this is what I'm costing, which is fine. Yeah. Absolutely. I like I, I went into this not knowing what again I've never done this before I didn't even know what a public speaker charges what the cost would be so that was a huge learning experience for me too that's why it took me so long to book Sarah I had been in the talks with her and her media company for a long time and um, yeah that was a that was a huge leap of faith for me is coming up with that money without even selling tickets. Hence right. why I kind of shoved my phone to the side of the table the morning the tickets went on sale. Cause I'm like, there was just that pit in my stomach that Jesse and I sat around the table and we're like, okay, this is an amazing concept. But like, he's Can like, car, yeah. if this doesn't like, if you don't sell these tickets, we are like losing money on just the idea of this. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm like, yeah, but what if, you know, like I love that. What if? Yeah. And you just brought up a really good point that really resonated with me. The whole knowing your worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember the first time that I was speaking at a conference and someone actually paid me, <laughs> and it was a big chunk of money. And I honestly, that was the most nervous that I've ever been, and I didn't want to take it because I didn't think I deserved it. And that was a really like I think Jesse and I have talked about that, and like I really struggled with that because I didn't think I deserved it. Yeah. And I didn't think those women needed to pay me because who am I? Like, who am I? Yeah. There's somebody who from, and we're, we're really bad at this. Like we, we're awful. Yeah, we are really bad <laughs> Knowing at, our work. Yeah, we are really bad at this. But as somebody who sees you prepare, and see, I'm, you know, Sarah's yeah, you family have, sees her prepare, Jesse sees you yeah. prepare, everybody. You, and I'll just speak to you because I know specifically how much time, energy, effort, you make it a full-time job preparing to do that and to offer that plus you're vulnerable plus you get a vulnerability hangover from doing that you deserve to make money with that right sarah coming from across the country uh, amanda carrie they're leaving their family they're putting themselves time at risk. as you have as much, yes that's yeah. right and yeah. you deserve as well doing this putting yourself out there putting your family at risk putting yeah. your home at risk your husband you're like yeah they're I, yeah i really love knowing your worth knowing your worth yeah which is such a big concept for women in general well exactly and it's just not something that's overly talked about because we're very uncomfortable with talking about the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and that's something that we have gotten better at for sure obviously with everything going on lately it's finally being spoken of 
But again, like you said, it's them coming out away from their families. It's health issues Mm -hmm. that present themselves that you don't know that are going to happen, but you push through it. It's, it's hard. And it's the mental health of things. It's the exhaustion, but it's also the excitement. And that's what makes everything worth it in the end for Sarah to leave her family and for me and everyone that was a part of this, like, and it, it wasn't just me that had the, um, what's the word, how to put it, just the sadness of this being postponed. There was so many women in business that were super excited to get their mm-hmm. products out mm-hmm. to everyone at the conference to showcase their boutiques, to showcase like their businesses and it it was probably a tough pill to swallow for them too um but yeah sorry I'm going off track no everybody everybody who bought a ticket bought a ticket because they wanted to go and be excited and there was a reason and so when that reason is put on the back burner not just put on the back burner like we know the state that's when it's happening see you there Mm -hmm. but it's like well it's kind of the unknown like yeah yeah, I mean you're grieving it yeah you're grieving it and you're disappointed in it and that kind of yeah for sure so one thing I loved that when we met with you on Zoom was that you said you're not from Vermilion mm-hmm. and you didn't know a lot of the people that are now your friends. Yeah. And so you really leaped, you know, we just had a podcast and it'll be out soon with Tannis Henderson from Eve- Elevation. And she said that she's a leaper and she's always been a leaper. And so yes. you leaped into this too, thinking this is going to be a great way for me to put people in my circle yep. that I want to have in my circle. Can yep. you, yeah, share a little bit about that. That was a huge conversation with Jesse and I too, because again, I had always, if you would have asked me when I was living in Vancouver, Jesse and I weren't together, what my five-year plan was, it was to stay in Vancouver or go back and move to Calgary and do uh, TV and film makeup. And that was my goal. And that was the end game for me. I was willing to do anything to do that, to work on film production. And then love happened (laughs) (laughs) my farm boy awesome yeah yeah my farm boy dragged me back and honestly we never thinking back we never even had the conversation that it's like hey are you moving to where I want to do work or I kind of just I was that leaper that I'm like it was just an automatic I'm moving to Vermilion which is great except then all of a sudden I wasn't doing my tv and film makeup and the movie makeup that I had really poured my heart and soul into and had gotten into doing and loved it. And I was fortunate enough to still continue doing the special effects stuff with like the Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames. But I was still missing that piece of my heart that was just full for my career. And the Oilers and the Flames was like, is just the highlight of my whole career for makeup for sure. But that only comes around once in a while, right? And living in Vermilion, two-hour drive is a two-hour drive. So Jesse and I sat down, and I just said, I'm missing something here, and I'm missing my friends. I'm like, I don't have anyone here. At that point, I had Jenna Baddock of Bad Cycle, and she was my person here. I needed more, and I needed a community, which is what I'm used to. I'm such a people person, and... Again, going back to the conference baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mom's like, when are you doing this? When are you doing this? But it was just taking the leap 
and getting my name out there. And again, if this was going to fail, that was going to affect my name too. And my name had just changed. I, it was Carissa Makowiecki before, and all of a sudden I was Carissa Squire. So it was, if I'm getting my name out there, it's, it's a big deal to take that on. And it's a big deal for Jesse too, because now I'm a squire. That's right. So. And he's born and raised, right? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. So just kind of ran with it. And it's been that morning, like I said, that, that 9am, was it noon? Can't even remember now. These babies are (laughs) sucking the brain cells out of me. It doesn't doesn't end actually. (laughs) (laughs) My phone just went off the hook with women. Uh, Lori Hoplick was one of the first ones. Like I literally think she called me like five minutes after the tickets went on Mm. sale and just cold introduced herself. And She's like, I know this might be weird. I'm like, I love you. Right. <laughs> it's not like, weird. This is what yeah. I'm looking for. I'm like, this is exactly what I wanted. For me to go out from business to business and be like, hey, this is what's going on. It was hard on my end too because I, I, no one knows me and it's a trust thing. It's a huge trust thing. So if I'm going to these women being like, hey, you want to be a part of this before there's tickets sold before they even know really what I'm about, what the basis of everything is. So I waited. I sat on it. I'm like, I'm going to announce it. I'm going to see how tickets go because I don't want people to believe in me and then for it to not succeed. And that was what I was fearful of is bringing in these entrepreneurial women and then it not be what I had dreamed it up to be. Thankfully it was and more than that, but yeah, I have girlfriends now that I haven't even had the pleasure of meeting yet. Mm. So, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is so awesome. Well, and in terms of trust, you've got, now you got proof of the trust, yeah. right? Like, we're all waiting. We're all very, very excited. What is one thing that you want listeners to keep with them in their back pocket until Humble and Heels happens? Mm. Your wish for the conference. My wish for the conference is that every single woman there gets exactly what they had dreamed it up just like I do. And that was that was a big thing for me when I announced the new date. I wanted to make sure that was in my wording that this I was going to take this loss and the grief of it being postponed and I was going to make it bigger and better. Like my biggest fear is disappointing people. Mm. And I just I really hope everyone and it will I mean, regardless of me, just the women involved in it, it It will. It's it's just going to be absolutely amazing. I really like that you said how you said that. Like every woman, you want them to get what they want out of it. And it's a different reason for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's their experience, not yours. Yeah. Yeah. Some people may be coming because it's an outing. Mm -hmm. Some people may be coming because they're really searching for something specific. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So is Humble and Heels going to happen? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The babies are kicking. It's happening. There you go. (laughs) Right. And that's the big message that we want to send. It is going to happen. We can feel. I actually, I've gotten chills quite a few times. Like it is going to happen and you're excited about it and you've got an amazing team, truly an amazing team. We've kind of had a, a seat to see you build up this team of people who are going to all contribute to making this incredible. We're so excited to hear Carrie and Amanda and Sarah, obviously. Yeah. We just want to thank you 
so much and for being so brave. I'm going to probably get emotional, <laughs> but this is, this is huge. And you are so brave and so courageous for doing this. And you really put yourself out there too, for some of those people who maybe are, I don't know, jealous or who maybe don't understand it or who maybe are going through their own thing. Yeah. And you really put yourself out there to have this, yeah. you know, and for those people, like if they change their mind, there is a, there is a list you can get on to buy tickets. Mm, I like that. So honestly, it's it's out of people's comfort zones too to put themselves out there. I have women that are coming on by themselves from like a far distance that just wanted to be probably a part of a community and to feel like they're a part of it. So, well, we truly want to commend you. Yes. Thanks. And honestly, they are a part of it because you live that, Mm -hmm. you embody that, you make everyone your friend. Mm -hmm. And we are so thankful to be one of those. Yeah. Yeah. We're Chris's friends now. (laughs) (laughs) Inclusivity. That's like my favorite thing. I, I do not like leaving people out. It's something I personally struggle with and I get offended when I'm not included in something. So it's definitely something I strive for is inclusivity of everyone Glennon Doyle that says um horseshoe instead of the circles have you ever heard that no so it's like circles you kind of exclude people that are not in the circles but if you have a horseshoe you let someone in ah, you let you let people in out. I love so I'm that. like hmm, horseshoes right yeah. and so for people that maybe can't get a ticket which that's awesome by the way but for people who maybe can't get a ticket you are kind of planning some events sort of around possibly so stay yes. tuned because there may be some other opportunities to kind of yeah. get involved so that's something that we weren't even able to announce yet because of the virus, that the timing of everything that went on. But we were and are in the works of planning a second day with Sarah. So people that didn't get tickets or people that didn't get the VIP tickets, we are still planning something of a weekend with her. That's still to be determined of the exact details of that because, again, the unknown with everything. But that's what I mean by it's going to be bigger and better and more inclusive and it's yeah there's just there's more to come and outside of the first tumble and heels for the inaugural event it's gonna just keep on going obviously that's your optimism but you've also taken this time to continue to grow it right so that's really awesome but again to our listeners we want to thank uh well first of all we want to thank you for coming in but to our listeners if you want to know anything else you can check out our show notes and check out humble and heels we obviously also think that the main speakers amanda carrie and sarah if you're wondering about their social medias those will also be in the show notes so that you can get a little bit more um yeah acquainted with what those three women are all about they truly are awesome what a lineup you have Mm -hmm. and yeah so thank you so much for coming in we want to thank tannis henderson from elevation for hosting this we're in the yoga studio in the back and now i think i can speak for all of us when i say we're going to go and do some shopping oh man (laughs) thank god jesse's in camp right now (laughs) (laughs) awesome well thank you so much thank you so much